All right. Welcome back to everybody's favorite podcast, Coffee with Specs, featuring me, Bryce the Prince. And I've got your main host here, Specs Gaming TV. How you doing, Specs? You, you went full name there. Jeez. Okay. I don't know. I just, I got into it and I was like, ah, I might as well go along with this. So, um, at least you anyways. committed. You didn't leak confidence. Yeah. I mean, I the way it flowed, I was like, I gotta go full name. I, I could have stopped at Specs, but like Specs is one syllable. I wanted yeah. to go with more syllables. You, said, you know, you could have said spectacles. Spectacles, yeah. But then every I, is, is that what you want me to start no. calling you? Because I mean, then that's what everybody at your podcast is going. I mean, even you just mentioning, I say your podcast, sorry, your streams. They do, um, but I feel like I said this before. Whenever they do, I feel like I'm in trouble. Yeah, because it feels like without realizing it, they gave me like a full name. Spectacles Gaming Tele, like Spectacles Gaming Television, feels like a full name that only like people use when I'm in trouble. Yeah, it feels like the the name your parents gave yeah, you. Exactly. And, uh, you chose to go with Specs, yeah, but people like, like realized your name. It was like it was like um, it was like uh, our friend in middle school, uh, Andrew, but we called him. We everybody started calling him William, even though. Like technically, yeah, that was his first name. Yeah, no, I, and yeah, Andrew I was it. his middle name. But it's like, but it was it's like funny to me because he was like the reason he went by Andrew was because his dad's name was also yeah, the same name as yeah, his. If you're, if you're so junior, he wanted to Andrew to separate himself, but we all started calling him William. So it was just kind of funny. Yeah, like it's did we start thing. calling him William because there was another Andrew? Yeah, I think so. Okay, that's why. It's still funny to me because, like, I, I had known him before we all knew him in middle school, and that so it was why. funny to me for us to all call him William because, yeah, I thought he didn't like the name. So no, it's because we there's another Andrew. Yeah. So no. So yeah. Anyways. So I, I mean, I'd even. So the funny thing is about like Specs. I didn't originally call myself Specs. It's what people would read off in chat when I would go to other people's chat because they don't want to. Like, no one's gonna read the whole thing. What did you originally call yourself? Specs Gaming TV, or yeah, that was—I mean, that's my like, channel name. But I didn't like—I know people shorten it, but it's not like I'm going into people's chats going, "What do you want to be called?" Specs. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I'm not. Yeah. Like, I'm just saying. Like, it's just them reading the first part of my thing. Like, yeah. Any any random uh, gaming or uh, Twitch gaming channel I go into, I am always referred to as Bryce. Which you know is my name, <laughs> Which is your but name. it's just funny to me because like they see my name and they automatically are just like Bryce, because and what's what's funny is so I remember in in high well yeah I think it's high school when we used to play Halo, and and we would play and my gamer tag is Bryce the Prince and it, and the reason I took that gamer tag was because your brother my right? brother was Josh the Prince yeah um. And then my cousin eventually copied me, and he was Troy the Prince. Yeah. And so, but it was funny because it was like a thing. Um, you know, and Josh eventually changed his. Um, but like I've kept this all these years, and I think, and it's funny because there's so many people that. Do, so I remember when we were in high school, we would hop on. You would tell me like how stupid it was for me to use like my full name online. Um, because back in the back in those days, like you didn't use your name online, sort of thing. Like you're supposed to kind of 
you know, the, the safe thing to do is to stay anonymous. Um, but I didn't care and I still don't. And Clearly. so like, obviously, <laughs> oh, well, and I mean, so, okay, but so what's funny is, but what's funny is I still get a lot of people like, so your, your thought was like, well, now everybody knows your name is Bryce Prince. I don't think anyone would put two I two still together. get a lot of people that don't put two and two together. Yeah, They're like, what are you the prince of? What are you trying to say here with, you know, by saying Bryce the prince? And I'm like, literally, it's just my name. I'm like, it's <laughs> but, but sometimes, but sometimes, like, if I'm in Rocket League, I'll get that question sometimes. And I will honestly, when I'm in Rocket League, I'll occasionally go with, like, like you know some sarcastic answer like your face or whatever your face. just to be just to be stupid um because like i know saying something like that is just absolutely stupid like i'm sure that if you know if anybody's listening to this episode and they just heard that joke they're like oh that's lame and i'm like yeah i know but you know me well enough specs to know that my humor is completely based in just being shamelessly like dad jokes. It only works because you're an actual dad. But but it, well, uh, yeah, it works because I'm a dad now. I didn't when I was in high school. People, uh, here's the thing: people thought I was trying hard to be funny in middle school, mm-hmm. and I honestly wasn't trying to be funny. I didn't think I was funny. I just that's just my sense of humor like yeah. so yeah maybe i think i'm funny to the extent of like yeah that cracks me up but it do- i'm not doing it so i can make other people laugh or anything I'm doing it because i get enjoyment out of it it's, you know it's funny to tell dad jokes and have other people go oh no what seriously why would you tell that joke that's so lame there's something there's there's like a kick i get out of it so I mean, my my screen name back then was Stranger Joker. I know. When are you gonna bring that back? Isn't is that gonna be your new? Uh, you should have, you should have a you should have an burner? alternate Twitch. Is you should have an burner? alternate. Yeah, yeah. Have an alternate Twitch. Uh, <laughs> uh, identity where you're where you. It's just my old gamer tag. Stranger Joker. Yeah. I've thought about doing that. Like that's low key, like low key, like my the running joke is like I ditch my channel and start up again with the different name with the different handles of VTuber. Yeah. See if I can start it over again. I mean, didn't she didn't she move on eventually to didn't she like I think you changed it eventually to like BT or something. I, ch- like, I changed it at some point. I don't remember what the reason was. I think I got locked out of that account of the Stranger Joker account. So I had to okay. change it. And Question was Stranger Joke, was that a Batman reference? No, it was actually it was actually a full metal jacket out a uh, full metal jacket reference. Okay. See, so, I mean that's I wouldn't I wouldn't get it, so 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 the backstory was my stepbrother was my stepbrother was Private Pile, and I was gonna be so there there was Private Pile, Private Joker, and then there was I forget the third one. But there were three of us who see my stepbrother and one of his friends, we all play together. We played like Halo 2 together and land stuff. So I was gonna be Private Joker, but someone took it. And I was like, you know how like it would just pop up like random things, and it was like Stranger Joker, and I'm like, sure, Stranger Joker. So I So you up. just kinda landed into Stranger I, Joker. I kinda just landed into Stranger Joker and I, I, that's I, too funny. I unironically loved it <laughs> to no end. 
but once I got locked out of that account, I had to change it. And then when I got my PlayStation, I was streaming. And yeah, so we went with specs. With specs. Because glasses reason. are the main part of your identity now? I guess so. Oh, <laughs> I, man. I, I, I really... So the origin story there was I'm literally sitting on my couch and I'm like, what do I call myself? And I had nothing. I, I legitimately had nothing. Like, and I was just like, well, what, what about like something with my glasses or something, I guess. And it was like specs that works. I mean, Hey, it it works. I like the name. So yeah, it works, but it like, there, there's not like, there's no real, like deeper meaning to it. Like somebody's like, wait a minute. Is that a play on like your last name or something? I'm like, definitely not. Why didn't, why didn't you just like, you said your whole channel is based on daddy Dimu, right? So why didn't you just be like, like (laughs) daddy, daddy specs. (laughs) Hold on. Hold the hell up. Please don't. Time, okay, hold on. My whole channel is not a rip off of Daddy Dimu. Yeah, that's sorry. I'm, oh, I'm, whoa, whoa, whoa. I wasn't accusing you Time of out. doing it. What I was I did, trying to remember what you told me. Here's what. Okay, here, here. Okay, when I say I'm ripping him off, here's what I mean when I say I'm ripping him off. I rip off two streamers that I and I do this on purpose. I rip off Daddy Dimu and I rip off Ludwig because I I love Daddy Dimu in the way that his the way he does his streams. So one thing I, 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 I love more than anything, and there's a few people who do do this really, really well. The best one I've seen do it is a guy named Sticky Bear is Sticky Bear Gaming. I fucking love him. But what but, but what he does well is I love I like the zaniness of like of like a driving in morning radio show. I love that stupid zaniness. I, I love it, whether it's sports talk radio zaniness in the morning are you saying you, you copy Roger Lodge a little bit? God no, I have standards. <laughs> God no, God no. He was our definition of morning radio. No, going but, 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 I mean, but, in high school, he was the morning guy. But but my my point being is like there's some sort of like zaniness there where it's like if you can't dazzle them with brilliance, dazzle them with bullshit. And I'm oh, not man. good at any game, so what do I have to do? I'm not the prettiest looking feller on the internet, so guess what I have to do? I have to dazzle them with everything else. What so, are you talking about? You're beautiful. So, so you have so like for me, I have to like I I have to find different ways to be like creative and stand out. So it's like, what can I do? Well, I can just bounce around different scenes and stuff, and that's what I do. And that's strictly that's from Papa Demu, like. It what well, I didn't think of it. I'm literally like being like, oh, he does that. That seems to make him stand out. That's yoink and twist it. And then with Ludwig, it's just the content first. Like if it's not good content, we're not gonna do it. Like that that's who I rip off. Those are the people who I'm yoinking and twisting. Like that's really it. Like there you go. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I get that. Man, yeah, no, if I, I mean, if I was to copy, like, one, my, one of my favorite streamers who I've mentioned multiple times is, is uh, DGR, um, or, or in a similar vein, there's another Mario Maker streamer called Ricar, um, who, who I'd maybe say is a little oh, bit more similar to the style you're going after. God. Sorry to interrupt your story. Luis Ranjifo hit his second home run of the night, and this oh, one was a wow. three-run homer. Wait, who was it that said that uh, Luis Van Heeple wasn't that good? I forget. 
Forget who, who was the that was coming down on Lucian right. before early this okay. season. Hold on. Between you and Perry, I have eaten my words so many damn times about Luis <laughs> Renivo and his offense. You know what? He can hit the ball. That's fine. Go field me a couple grounders at second base. He can hit. I will he's admit, not. The, he's not bad the in the infield. He's not good either. He's he's average. I, yeah, but, but I think his hitting. Okay, he's he's, he's here, adequate enough in the infield here, that I think his point. hitting makes here, him a solid okay, player. But here's to be what I will say. Him. Here's what I'm gonna say. Is and we can when we get to the angels, the sad angels portion. I'll, I'll explain, but I will say this. he is a pleasant surprise, and with the right pieces around next year, he might actually be a solid like seven hole hitter, and that's fine. Hit fifteen homers from the seven hole, please. Yeah, but yeah. carry on with the, mean, carry on with your with your thing. Sorry. Well, I, all I was saying was like I don't know if I could ever have the confidence to stream like DGR Recar because they they are. Un, they don't have shame. They 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 are bleeding with their personality. And like, don't get me wrong, I can throw my personally sorry personality out there, but I cannot come out and be like, "Hey guys, welcome to Bryce the Prince Gaming. I'm going to play some Mario Maker TV today, and we're going to you know like I can't. I just I get in front of a camera." I can, I have gotten finally to a point, like, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, you know, having a background in trying to, you know, in college, trying to learn to report, it took a, it took a bit of time before I was, I mean, you watched, you watched the stories I did. Mm-hmm. Um, it took a bit of time before I went from the, the BYU Cougars are doing this and this and this and this and this to BYU is taking on such and such this weekend and talking a little bit more naturally. Because like it's just hard when you get in front of a camera, you you and and, and you're reading a script. It's hard to talk like a natural person. Yeah, because um, the cadence is so hard. But but I, I have gotten to the point where I can do that now, and like I can talk normal. Um, I mean, I guess the nice thing when I have made some YouTube videos has been uh-huh. that I don't run a script, obviously. So it's like I just talk about whatever I want to talk about. Uh huh. Um, but I still I just can't like throw my personality out like that it's just there's still something that hangs me up when i get in front of a camera that's like i must behave a certain way so it's like you know and and it doesn't help that i learned in the news so it's like i learned to behave a certain way in front of the camera and that's not the way you do it for streaming (laughs) you're a little bit more casual when you stream so um you know, maybe if I ever actually do like streaming or, or really get back more into my videos, um, which I'm planning to, but like, you know, lots of keeping myself busy. Um, you know, if, if I do, I think, um, I think I'll eventually be able to get there just with experience, but anyways, um, but yeah, no, I, I, wish that i could just throw my personality out there it's just not the easiest thing for me to do um but yeah i mean i i i see these streamers i there was actually this guy i was watching um tonight i was i was 
there was a there's this game I've been playing. I've been talking about it a lot on the stream. It's called Valheim, and uh, and I decided I had never really looked into somebody playing live on Valheim. And so I checked him out and like this guy, just great personality. I mean, he, he, you know, he's a little crass, a little crude, um, but he was showing off all the stuff he built. And like, I just, the way he was so like, you know, uh, down to earth, it made him so much easier to watch. Um, but you know, like, and that's the fun thing about, watching streamers is just being able to see them give their personality up. And if I can ever do that, I will. I I think one of the things I've really enjoyed is joining you on this podcast mm-hmm. has helped a ton because it's like, Oh, Hey, I can remember to just talk. And I think now, like the one time I did, I think I did record one video after we started doing our podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a lot easier because I could almost just picture myself talking to you rather than like some generic camera. So it's become a little easier. Yeah. So anyways, there's my long rant. Well, not long, but (laughs) your long winded filibuster. (laughs) My slightly extended rant about, uh, being able to be personable on, uh, you know, podcasts and videos. It's so hard. And I mean, you ask, any streamer who's small large it's all practice i mean (laughs) go if you can if you can find it go watch some of my older crap it's horrible compared to what it is now i mean a year almost two years oh i mean i i mean i'll I'll admit like obviously i don't i don't want to come down on the early version of you by any stretch of the imagination Oh, oh he sucked but but he sucks. I remember I remember when you first started. I was like, Ugh. I said, does he have to send him? Like, is he going to be able to? No, the answer like the answer is no. Well, well, no. I mean, it was in you because, like, obviously now, like, I enjoy like when I stop in for your streams. Like, I enjoy just watching you because, like, like I said, like that down to earth aspect. I mean, look dgr like i said like okay going back to that example he's not down to earth in that way he's very um bubbly and and high strung personality type guy which is entertaining in and of its own right but there's also something that i'm drawn to when guys are a little bit more like you know just casual just like yeah so we're just hanging out here today we're just gonna go and do this and oh my gosh i can't believe that happened you know like all that kind of stuff just there's something that really draws me into those kinds of streams. I and, and here's the thing: looking at the numbers, a DGR bubbly, way out there personality seems to generally have a lot more success. Like obviously, there are down to earth streamers that end up getting really successful, but most of the really successful streamers are either, well, I mean. They're either really bubbly and like out there sort of thing, or, you know, like not to be, you know, like there's a lot of female streamers and that's its own category of streaming. I would say that's the other group that I've seen get really successful is if you're, you know, if, if you, you know, if people like to look at you, 
Um, but I mean, also you can't just be, you can't, <laughs> you, well, I'm saying like, you can't just be attractive cause you do have to have at least personality to go along with it. You need um, that personality and intelligence, but, but yeah, there's definitely, um, you either have to have a really good personality or you have to be really attractive. And that goes for both, you know, men and women who do streaming. Um, but primarily, you know, like, I don't know. I I've never understood the group that just goes out and watches just women hanging out sort of thing on Twitch. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's just me. Like, don't get me wrong. You know, I'm, you know, I'm a guy, but it's like, I still like Twitch has never been like, that's not where I'm going to, where I would go if that's what I was going to be looking for. Um, but anyways, that's a whole other, (laughs) besides I'm not single anymore. So, uh, I don't really, uh, go down that path anyways so i'm literally um i'm listening to like one of my older videos without my face cam good lord oh, it's yeah. rough it's so rough yeah it's so rough because it, it's like i'm I, clearly I'm not... and i'm because it's like i'm i hear it now and i'm like i'm clearly talking to like no one so i mean here, here's the thing I'll i'll be honest with you here uh, mostly because time has since passed. <laughs> um, oh, but if I had ran into you in your early days when you were streaming, I probably wouldn't have stuck around. I don't blame you. <laughs> um, most of my most of my support from the early days was me being trying to be a good friend. That's fine. That's, um, that's fair. Um, and you know, trying to support you because I could see it was something you wanted to do. Um, but like I said, the more, the more practice you got at it, the more now, now, if I was to run into one of your streams, I, I think I would stick around. I can't obviously say that necessarily. Cause like I've said, I'm your friend. So like, <laughs> there's an obvious bias there, but, um, but, uh, I, I don't know. Like, like I said, like that, the style of streaming that you go with is like, I said that, that kind of down to earth, you're not trying to be somebody you're not, um, and 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 it's you know more grounded um it's something i enjoy when i watch streamers in general so the fact that you've that that you scratch that itch it always helps so i'm glad to scratch an itch for you (laughs) i mean and it's also nice to have somebody that i've known you know for what nine you know what are we what are we going on like 20 years now um oh i guess so i think technically we met in like third grade which would have been around 2002 wouldn't it Um, i don't know maybe no that would have been around 2001 because we met in third grade we didn't hang out a lot in third grade we didn't really become good friends until high school because i or not high school middle school yeah um i mean because i think i remember i i I, it was funny because i think we talked about it in middle school that we knew each other in elementary school Cause you had, you had gone to the same elementary school as me. Yeah. Um, I won't, I won't dox you by saying which elementary school. Um, well, okay. That would have been fourth grade. Cause I was only, I was there in well, fourth grade. Was, well, okay. For some reason I thought it was third grade. Was fourth. Cause I was okay, there. So I was there grade. one, I was there one year then I went to the new school. Okay. Well then that would have been around 2002. So yeah, we've known each other about 20 years now. Um, well, but like I said, we've been, friends for more like 17 years now um 
So, yeah, you know, like I said, that that helps in that regard um, in terms of keeping me around. But uh, but I mean, but like I said, you know, like it's it's yeah, it's nice that those two intersect like that. Your your style of streaming is something I already enjoy outside of your streams. So just enjoy me. Hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so but anyways, yeah, the the um, and I mean. So the guy, the guy, and the the guy I ran into, by the way, not to like uh, encroach, just to throw it out there. He's you know he was fun to watch. I don't know if you, hopefully you don't mind me throwing it out there. If anybody wants right, to watch okay. something similar in that regard, he uh, his name is I don't know exactly how he he says it. Uh, it's S T P H O R, so it looks like Stafor. I feel like I've I've come across that. But anyway, so like he's just he was super fun to watch. He's playing Valheim and uh, but he uh, like looking at his looking at his uh, videos, he does a lot of um, like retro games. Um, But like Valheim was just one of the ones he's doing. So I ran into him because of Valheim, but like I think he's definitely worth watching. He's a small streamer um, or smallish, I guess. I don't know. I I don't know exactly how smaller he I don't know exactly how small he actually technically is Mm. um but uh but you know I mean it just depends I I can't tell I don't know if I can tell exactly oh he has 319 followers so he's maybe a little bit bigger than you but it's small small in the uh he's double my size okay so yeah but like still a fairly small streamer in the grand scheme of things so but anyways so yeah but that was that's just one of those things like i said i i enjoy when i can find even like a small streamer particularly a small streamer there's something like there's something to be said like the big streamers are big because of for a reason there's a reason like they're most of them are successful not because they've you know thrown money at it. a lot of them i mean some of them have don't get me wrong you do know um, most big streamers will literally tell you don't throw money at it, right? Well, yeah, but I mean, but I mean, like, so most of the streamers have um, become big because usually because they they're doing something right. But I like when I find a small streamer that I really enjoy um, because there's 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 like a feeling there that's like. I'm helping from the ground up. Like I believe this person can become big sort of thing. So it's like, um, there's something I enjoy about that. But but the thing is, is like I said, it's a crapshoot when you're looking for a new streamer to follow because they're not all the same. Like not, not every small streamer is cut out of the same cloth. Um, you know, there's, there's reasons some streamers are small. Um, I mean, a lot of it, because, okay, just to speak on that, and I don't mean, I don't need to bring her up, but I, 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 I only do because it's the only person I know who's, who's, um, like, done it, is, like, soccer, for example, she's very, like, networky, she, she'll go into people's streams and just talk to people, and she's only been, she's only been around for, a little over a year and she's at like what hang on uh like 3000 oh yeah like she's at like 
Those are numbers I could only at, dream she's of. She's at three. She's almost. She's almost. She's over three and a half thousand followers, and she's only been around since like June or July of last year. That's crazy. I mean, and those are numbers, like so those are numbers. Like I think even if I got into, if, even if I really invested into my streaming, I don't think I could even dream of those kinds of no, numbers. I mean, I don't. I, I don't. I don't say this to like stop people from doing it i i am not but the the thing is is it's hard work it really is, it is. and like and it's one of those things where i've told her i've told other friends i've told you it's like i screwed up that part when i first started i didn't i still don't i really still don't like jump into streams and talk because one i feel awkward as hell and two it's I'm just bad at it, and the the, the third, and the, the third's the big one, is a lot of times, like, the community I'm, I'm in, it's a lot of other streamers. Yeah. It's a lot of, like, other sort of, like, similar size streamers for the most part. It's just all of us are just, like, watching each other and stuff, like, we're basically on one of those stupid teams not being on a team. Like, that's where a lot of, where I'm doing it is, like, they're all there they're all there they're all there but like if you go to like somebody else's streams like we have another mutual friend who she too is a giant streamer i can go in there and be like oh all these people are literally using their accounts just for just to follow you know like yeah they're just there to like boost the numbers they're not there to boost the. They're not okay. Hold on. They're not there to boost the numbers. But I had. I mean, we had these accounts when we first started. Like we have just like our fan accounts, where it's like, yeah. oh, they're like you're not streaming from it. You're kind of just like you're watching. You're you're subbing if you want to. Like for the for that. And I mean, that's not like that's not a bad. That's not a that's not a bad thing. Like everyone's followed. Yeah, there's gonna be someone who who streams a little bit who's been there who's like kind of doing their own thing. But it's just like. Oh, okay. You know, like th this is yeah. that community, and it's just different because it's like I can't. You know, th there's things like I can't, I can't fully be myself. It's like, oh, these people don't stream. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I get that. And I don't mean I, it in yeah. a bad way, but it's just like it, it's one of those bits where it's like that's part of the humor. Is like when it's like you know, it's the joke on joke, and also when this person doesn't realize who she's talking to, it's also really, really funny. <laughs> Yeah. To me yeah, personally, I, 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 I am. I am honestly. Well, and it, it was funny because uh, not to go too much back into like watching that that one streamer, but I honestly like watching that. I was like, you know, Valheim or Terraria or any of those kind of like survival games that are a little bit more like casual. I honestly don't think that would be the worst idea for me if I do decide to like start pushing for like a bit more streaming or YouTube videos only because like it could be entertaining in the regards of but but like not it wouldn't require as much for me in terms of like oh I've got to comment on the fact that I'm playing Fall Guys right now which like don't get me wrong that wouldn't be a bad game to do as well mm -hmm. but like it would give me the opportunity to like play a game that like is decently interesting to watch but also isn't like i have to be super good at this game to get people to watch me it's more like casual and like 
hanging out type thing. I think I think I could imagine myself doing something more like that um, if I do decide to pursue. But like I've said, I'm never going to uh, not never, but like I at least not for for a while. I'm not going to treat streaming like as like a thing where it's like I need to get followers. Um, it'll be more really like a, it'll be more like a hey i'm just doing this because might as well straight like you know yeah. might as well share the fun i'm having with other people yeah um so plus valheim is like this community that i've really started to get into so that's why another reason where it's like maybe i do want to do a little bit of streaming here and there but like i said having two kids and a full-time job i it, it'll be interesting to see if i ever do follow through on any of this so. i have one of those Kind of. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess technically I work on full time. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I guess I just cheat my hours. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I I know what that's like sometimes. I mean, I, I've had I've had uh, weeks or days. Well, not, not weeks usually, but like days where like where like there wasn't a show after like what you know the show is being canceled for football or whatever yeah and it's like and like they didn't really have anything else for me to do oh, that's right you're fo- so they I were like your fox affiliate so you, you guys I've, are I've had, of, you guys are kind of wonky right now i've had days where like they're like you can just put down that you're here from this time to this time you don't have to necessarily be here from this time to this time but make sure they put it because like they need to make sure that they give me the full-time hours and really what they're telling me is like be available from this time to this time because if we do call on you you are scheduled for those hours yeah so typically what i do is i still just i just stick around and i just you know i do i do what i can in terms of like stuff that work that's not like my usual what's that yeah i mean that's what i do a lot of times if it's like stuff like uh what do you call housekeeping yeah it's like the busy work that you can't you you normally can't do yeah so i try to handle that but then there's some days where it's like i do that and i still like three hours of my shift um most of the time i still stay for those three hours and i just like you know hang out and watch videos or do whatever and just try to Stay until my time's up but there's been a, i think there was one day or two where i was like so you said i can just go and still put down the hours and they're like yeah so um but for the most part you know like i most 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 weeks it's my hours are pretty consistent so but it'll be interesting next month with the uh with the world cup uh coming oh, yeah, around next month I for, or not next month sorry two months yeah, is actually September. sorry yeah, it's a, it's November because of Qatar. Yeah, it's, yeah. Sorry, mid almost mid November is when it starts, and yeah, then it's it like Thanksgiving, goes through. Right? Mid, yeah, well, no, I think it's like, I think it's like, uh, let me just look this up rather than trying to guess it's at what not, it is. It's a, it's not Thanksgiving to Christmas, is it? I thought it ended around the twelfth. No, it's uh the twentieth to the eighteenth. Oh, uh, I was thinking the twelfth too for some reason. So, but during that time, there's going to be, I mean, we did a couple of years ago, we did the, uh, the women's world cup. Mm. I say a couple of years ago, I guess it's been like four years now. Um, and that was like right when I first started working, um, at the station and, uh, and, uh, like basically we had like tons of shows just get canceled. 
and then we would spend time like working on a lot of like the stuff that we couldn't normally work on. So it'll be interesting to see what they have us doing then because um I can't look busy for all those hours. No, so. I, no, no, I I mean I get it. That's kinda like us like that's basically me right now at work a lot of times. Where it's like there's stuff that gets stretched out, but it's like it's a lot of like hmm sort of thing. So I can work yeah, on any, like, uh, Minecraft. You what? Sorry. I can work, so on, my, work on my craft, you know. You need to work on your craft. That's Sorry, I, I thought you said I need to work at Minecraft. <laughs> so I wanted to make sure I heard you first before going, yeah, Minecraft. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm a Christian Minecraft streamer, didn't you know? <laughs> I'm Do you know it's it's funny? I I'm I wholes- have I am wholesome and never curse or drink on stream. I am a good oh, Christian wow. boy. Pastor yeah, spectacles. I can I can vouch for that truthfulness. Pastor I don't spectacles. Oh, pastor spectacles. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's exactly your personality on these streams. Yeah, if anybody's ever checked out one of his streams, come and expect just full Christian. No cursing, no drinking, wholesome family funness. <laughs> Anyways, so no, I uh, yeah, I you, you totally caught me off guard with all of that. What did um, I do? I am an innocent. <laughs> I am an innocent streamer. Oh. Here, here's what I was going to say was Minecraft. There's a funny story. I so back around the time that uh, Abby and I first got married. So this is the end of 2016, beginning of 2017. Um, my 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 nieces. Um, uh, I had two nieces at the time. Um, they and my uh, I guess one of my brothers and one of my sisters, they would all get on um, the Xbox and they'd play Minecraft. And so around that time, around the time I got married, I had just bought an Xbox One. And that was what they were getting on to play Minecraft, not the 360. Um, yeah. And so I just had, and but like busy with wedding planning and all that, it delayed me for about a month. And for Christmas that year, Abby got me Minecraft for the Xbox One because I asked for it. Mm-hmm. Cause playing on PC is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, if I could, if I, if I was to play it now, it would, I would buy, like, even though I have a copy for the Xbox, I would play it on the PC. Um, yeah. but and maybe eventually, well, I don't know. But I just have this unopened copy now at it in my bookshelf. Just Minecraft. That is just Minecraft, and it's still in its wrapping and everything. Because by the time I was available and ready to, because I mean, like, particularly when, when you're first married, like, can't relate. Outside of outside, well, yeah, I mean, but outside of, this is just me relating my personal experience was, you know, outside of you know whatever you know when you first get married, like, there's also just you need to spend time with your new you know partner, what you know, however. And mm-hmm. like, and I'm, I'm, I'm just talking like just time in general, like whatever you're doing, like mm-hmm. just, you know, like whether it's watching, you know, new series on Netflix or whatever, 
you just want to you, like you're trying to make sure you've established like we've got this you know you, you hopefully you've already established in your relationship before getting married mm-hmm. um that you have like that you guys can spend time together but it's like when you're married and you're you're literally together all the time um you need to pick like like or you need to be able to establish that fact that we spend time together um and so you know that's initially what i was doing and so by the time i had time where i was like oh i could start getting on and hopping on with uh with my nieces and my brother and everything on minecraft they had stopped yeah so i just have like i said i just have this unopened copy of minecraft just sitting around and like i literally like i said completely in the in the wrapping and everything like the plastic uh whatever is still on it the shrink wrap um the shrink wrap is still on it so it's just funny and like i honestly don't know that i'll ever open it because if i like i said if i'm gonna play minecraft i'm gonna hop on and 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 to be completely fair i'm probably not gonna hop on and play minecraft i play terraria so like if i'm gonna if i if i need to scratch that and 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 now i play valheims if i really need to scratch that itch i've got two games if i want the 3d aspect of it i'll hop into valheim if i want the two like if i just want like like you know like there's definitely a difference between valheim and terraria Mm. um there's a lot of similarities but there's definitely a difference there um in the sense of like Terraria is a lot more like like I'd say Valheim's a lot more realistic looking. It it's a lot less you know I, I don't want to say cartoony because like that's Terraria is a beautiful looking game. It's just you know it definitely has more of a, like a fun vibe, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then I would definitely say Terraria is probably more accessible than Valheim, especially initially trying to get through the initial part of the game, it's a little easier to do that in Terraria than it is Valheim. Aren't those two games um, more like 2D side-scroller things compared to Minecraft? No, I mean, Valheim's 3D, so... Uh, no, Valheim Valheim is basically like... If you were to take Minecraft and basically change the environment to being Skyrim... Mm. Skyrim. um yeah good old skyrim but uh but like so it's like similar in that it's like it's similar in a lot of regards it's like you know there's progression there's survival aspects there, there's building all that kind of stuff but um and then you know there's hordes of enemies to fight it's more dangerous at night like they, they all kind of like copy off they each all other run into each other yeah it's that survival um, but like, yeah, they definitely scratched two different itches in a lot of ways. Um, I'm, I'm, it, it definitely helps that I'm a lot more well versed in Terraria. I have spent, um, I mean, if you look, if you were to look at my, if you were to look at my Twitch or not my Twitch, sorry, my Steam, not Twitch. If you were to look at my Steam and you were to look at my uh, profile, mm-hmm. um, and you were to pull up, uh, I mean, I guess see. I could. <laughs> Well, not you. I'll do it, but oh. um, and you were to pull up my Terraria stats. Um, I it says I have one thousand forty nine hours on record. 
Now, to be fair, I would say probably close to a hundred hours of that, maybe maybe a bit more, maybe 150. So maybe maybe I'm closer to 900 hours, um, but like maybe close to I'd 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 say a hundred is probably being a little bit generous. Um, uh, a lot of it is a hundred hours of AFK. Yeah. So um, there there were times in the early days where I could put together. Um, like you could farm creatures and things. Um, you could farm for like different items and whatnot. And so I put in like there was definitely, but like close to a thousand hours, regardless of what you consider. Um, it's a lot of time, a lot of time to be putting into a game. I think I'm only at like a hundred something hours for like the game I played your, the most. Your most played games, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Well, like it, it's funny because like you look at if if you were to look at my games you go from 1049 hours on terraria to my second most played game in terms of hours is halo infinite which is 155 hours but to be fair there's a lot of time spent waiting in lobbies and whatever um yeah then valheim is climbing up fast it's at 94 hours and that's since just like since the beginning of august um Wild. Yeah, so and then it drops off a bit after the NBA 2K22 has 68. You played that on has, Steam? Yeah. Among Us has 62 hours. Um, there's this old Titanic game from the 90s that I play has 35 hours. Fall Guys has 15. And then just like, yeah, everything else. like, And it's funny because there's some of these games that I look at and I'm like, I put hours into those games. Um. Well, like you know some of them are just shorter um i mean it definitely helps with terraria that it's like basically just it's a mix of like yeah there is progression but there's just a lot of sandbox element to it yeah and uh you know i here here's here's the thing i didn't discover probably my first sandbox game until terraria and ever since then like you know i played skyrim on the xbox for a while i did you know, I've I've got Valheim now. I, the more sandbox games I've gotten to, the easier it is for me to lose a ton of hours. <laughs> because uh, there's that. something to be said for like one of my brothers was telling me like he I, I was telling him that I like to play Valheim and he was like I just can't play games that you know survival games that don't have a lot of NPCs. And I just, get that like you want you want do. the world to interact with. Yeah. But like I just sit here and I'm just like over a blank canvas. I'm just like give me a blank canvas and I will make of it what I will. Like the, the, and that's one of the reasons. I mean, I guess the only sandbox game I really played prior to Terraria that like for any significant amount of time was Sims. You know, as a kid I played the original Sims. And then um when I got when I got back from my mission in 2014, I played The Sims 3 a lot. Um, yeah. and and I'll and I'll say this like with both The Sims and The Sims 3, I, I I'll spend a good or I'll spend an okay amount of time, you know, making my Sims do funny things or like you know sometimes I'll take it seriously and make them you know get a good job and try to build their career and what blah 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 whatever. 
but there's just a lot of time where I'll, I'll even if i have like one where i'm like oh yeah i'm enjoying the life that i've done with this sim or whatever right yeah i'll get to a point where i'm like yeah but let's build a new house because i just have fun building like these crazy big huge houses and it's like um and th- and that was kind of like one of the things that recently in valheim got me into it was i built this huge house for my main base because it went from i just built like a a base that could keep me safe mm-hmm. to oh now i'm going to build this thing that i like how it looks sort of thing so it's like yeah sandbox games just they easily like i said they just take is and 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 like the thing with terraria and the thing with valheim and games like that is like the difference with the sims is i and the sims can easily manipulate this you know they they build cheat codes into the game basically and you can make yourself have millions of dollars or whatever and um and then just build as big of a house as you want yeah, I, I know that there are people out there that's like, well, I'll build this big house after I've earned all this money because I'm so good at the game. It's like, ah, I don't care. I don't care. I'm not trying to get good at being a sim. Um, <laughs> I just like the building aspect of it. And so. um, But so like the thing with games like Terraria and Valheim, the only way to build is by collecting the resources. So I end up spending, you know. Mm-hmm four or five hours just collecting a bunch of stone so I can put a bunch of stone down for like a stone house or whatever. And it's like, it's like just the amount of time spent on gathering and collecting resources, even before I spend a ton of time on, you know, on actually the actual building. Cause then that takes time in and of itself. And so it's just, it's a lot of fun. So but uh anyways i think uh i think you probably want us to move on right to uh sports now i was having fun with it no i mean this is uh don't get me wrong i could i could go on and on and on about uh sandbox games there um don't get me wrong i i also enjoy a good adventure game um There's just not a lot of that coming out right now, which kind of sucks. The thing is, is like, yeah, the story, if if I'm, if I'm going to get into an adventure game, I've got to be able to be invested in the story. And there's just not as many good stories recently. Um, Like I said, like the last big adventure game I played was Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, Great. Great, like like the story they took obviously most of the elements from the yeah, and they took from the original turn. game, but like they've they've definitely taken it in a different line, and it's just been interesting. It was just so interesting to to play, and like you get really invested in the characters. Every everything has so much depth. Um, those are great games, but like that's the reason I love sandbox games is you don't necessarily have to have a good story, or yeah. generally you don't have a story at all. There's maybe a bit of lore, but you don't have to have a story. And uh, for me to for me to want to sink my teeth in. So I mean, I mean, um, I, I, mean I picked up Spider-Man Miles Morales. Yeah, and that's got a great story. At least the two hours yeah. I played, two three hours I played. Those, those typically do, but and you know, it's funny is I watch um, I, I watch I, we've we've I think we've talked about him on the channel. Call me Kevin. Mm-hmm. Um. You know your favorite Irish streamer, uh, or <laughs> he's not necessarily much as much of a streamer as he is a YouTuber. 
but yeah. he he goes back and he'll play old like you know like one of the games i think that really made him a big streamer was like the old harry potter video games and that was how i got into watching him initially and um but it's like it's funny to look back like not specifically harry potter but like recently he played um spider-man 2 i think it's for the playstation 2 mm-hmm. and i was watching it and i was like that actually looks like a good time like even now like i've never i had never played the game so it's not like i was looking back at it with like like maybe there is a bit of like nostalgia there for that style but i just feel like a lot of games don't focus enough on the story or on the on the even on like the because like obviously spider-man 2 it's gonna do a lot of like just the movie and just following the same storyline as the movie um, but it has like other things you can do, like helping citizens by, you know, yeah, you know, there's right. a robber who's stolen their purse sort of thing. There's going, a lot of, there is know. a lot of that. <laughs> and so it's like, but it, like, even those, those third party quests could be fun. Um, uh, I mean like the game you and I really like to play in high school is, uh, web of shadows. Yeah. And that was, I mean, it was just games like that, like so well thought out. And like, that was back before I, I, I think I definitely think there's been a a really there's been a, a huge positive upside to studios focusing on multiplayer experience because video games I think typically typically I'm not going to say always but typically are more fun when you're playing with a group. So I when you have a really nice I multiplayer suppose. when when typically I mean maybe not always like obviously there's some games to play on your own that are fun i just i typically i personally have fun playing and with you know at least one or two other people um i mean i don't mind a solo player experience though like oh, at but all. no and then neither do i but so that's what i'm saying so like the the multi the focus on multiplayer experience like multiplayer experiences are typically great now from most major studios the problem is Ever since studios shifted their focus to these these multiplayer experiences, they've completely dropped the ball on the campaigns and the storylines. Looking at you, Halo. And and that's like a huge downside. Is yeah. I you know, growing up in, in high school, I just that was what I loved to do was play video games. You know, because back then you didn't play like Obviously, but I think by the time we hit like our senior year in high school, maybe like end of our junior year, we started doing a lot of like you know Modern Warfare Two, Black Ops, all that you know, all that kind of well, that was fun like, multiplayer first first person, and that was like I think our biggest well, foray first, into. But I mean, that was also the first taste because multiplayer that was, that was really the first time they were actually pushing like an online grind initiative, whereas before it was all offline. Yeah, if you did online, it was like you could maybe get online and do like little things together, but it wasn't as massive of an experience. I mean, that was why, like, I think in middle school, why like you and and Jake and I were all so into like RuneScape and games like that was because like it let us get on and hang out with each other, even if we were at home. And like, you know, I I don't know how young your audience actually gets on these podcasts. Um, Not that young, but. But if, there's, if there was anybody young that was ever listening to this, 
I don't think they could comprehend what it was like for us when we could first start hopping into online experiences together. Because it, it was like before that, like you could get together in person and watch each other play video games and maybe like split screen multiplayer, um, which could be fun in, in and of its own right. But like, it's not the same. But like, it's not the same as like when you were at home and like you just pull up your computer and like you start chatting with your buddy on RuneScape and you guys just start going off and doing stuff together. Even if like you're not necessarily doing stuff together, but like that was like the first little bit of experience that I think we all had together. Then we really jumped up when we started doing Halo Three, and then um, that 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 kind of morphed into Modern Warfare Two, and then eventually Black Ops. Um, that was probably the sequence of video games I think we took in high school for the most part. Um, like obviously there were other games mixed here and there, but like those were the main games. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I do, but I do think like one of the last good Call of Duty campaigns was Ghosts, and that was what 2012, 2000, yeah, yeah 2012, 2013. That was, I think, one of the last, like, really good campaigns that they did. Um, I mean, I've heard okay things about Modern Warfare, but even then I've heard that wasn't as good as, like, the original Modern Warfare. And so it's just like, I don't know, it, it felt like that that time when we were first getting into multiplayer games, like Call of Duty, was the last bit of effort that we were seeing all these major studios put into good campaigns. Um, good storylines, good adventures. Um, because like back then it was still kind of expected. It's not expected anymore. Mm -hmm. And yeah. you know, it's it's it is what it is. Um but but I you know, that's why I said like I appreciate when there is a good storyline that comes out and it's like a good adventure. Um but you know. It is what it is, and that, but that's why I said like sandboxes and sandbox games are, I think, a good way to go. And not enough studios do them because I don't know. Whenever I like I said, whenever I sink my teeth into, I think mostly only indie studios do I see do decent sandbox experiences. Um, and part of the problem is because like if you get EA trying to do a sandbox experience, they're also going to try to sell you a bunch of microtransactions. Yeah. Um, same with Activision. Same with like any of those groups. So I mean, maybe that's why the best in the best sandbox games come from indie studios is because it's like most of them aren't trying to sell you something; they just want you invested in the game in general. And they know that if they try to push microtransactions, sure they might be able to get some good money in the short term, but people won't appreciate it in the long term. And so that's maybe why the best, like I said, multiplayer experiences or uh, not multiplayer, but uh, sandbox experiences come from these small studios. And like, like I said, stick a good sandbox experience in front of me, and you've got me hooked for hours. Mm -hmm. I mean, I get it. Um, it's not my thing, but hey, it's, you do you, buddy. Well, I mean, I'm not alone, at least I know that much. Um, but anyways. So, uh, no, yeah. Um, do we want to talk Angels first and end with the football, or do we I want, don't to... want to talk the Angels at all? Can we just move on? Like, we well, we, I mean, we did mention that we wanted to talk about Ranjifo and everything. So uh, they hurt me, and I just want because you, you said because you said because you said you you said you wanted to save like 
talking about like do i have to he phone things for the end uh, 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 all right, all right. I, but i just want you to eat some crow so i mean like how wrong were you about Renifo? look <laughs> okay <laughs> I put you on the spot because it's like I I'm not it, it's one of those bits where it's like I'm not only wrong I'm loud wrong you know I didn't I didn't 100% doubt you I mean maybe that's partially because like when it comes to baseball like in terms of knowledge but, you okay. are way more knowledgeable here, than me so here, here's what I will say was I wrong about his hitting yes yes am i on it when it comes to his fielding probably do i think that's really going to make a difference at all probably not because i think like i said i go in a perfect world he's a great six seven hitter honestly like at a fully hmm. at a full healthy lineup you're probably gonna have fletcher at short Renhifo at second right Probably so. So put him at third. No, Rendon's at third. You. Oh, Rendon's at third. Rendon's at third. I know he's dead half the time, but he's still there. So where where do you stick Renhifo? Second. Second. Oh, okay. Oh right, right, right. Because Fletch will oh. probably be short. But Unless... are we willing to lose Velasquez? Because I mean, even Velasquez has started to. Pick up his hitting game as the when seasons. You have, when your bottom end. of the order is like the worst bottom of the order in baseball, I do. I no, like I think he's good, but like you need guys that can hit. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so you mentioned you want Renhifo in as a as a seven hitter. Yeah. Do you think there's any chance that the Angels have an offseason where they can pick up enough guys that Renhifo would become your seven hitter? I'm just even trying. if even if even if Perry is basically given free reign. Well, what do you need? Do you think could sign the right amount of guys? What you, well, what do you need to, to put Renhifo in at seven? So you I mean, need... currently Renhifo, you need him in your top five in the batting order. No, but, but okay, so. If so, a healthy lineup would be. Let's say they get. Because, I mean, like, 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 let's say you got Fletch what leading off, right? So if the if the um, lineup is Fletch Trout or it, you know insert leadoff hitter here, you know leadoff guy whether it's Fletch or Ward, I don't like like I don't care much for Ward in the leadoff spot. Put Fletch there. Who cares? If Fletch, I like Ward it, in the four spot. If it's Fletch, Trout, Otani. Rendon, Ward. What, then Walsh and then Ren, uh, Yeah, you, like, you can put Walsh, Renhifo. Although, although I haven't been super impressed with, with Walsh's think, hitting this year. I think Walsh's issues came from his thoracic outlet. Do you, so do you think, do you think an off season of, of rehab I think an for Walsh will I give think, him back to his, yeah, I, I think being healthy does a lot. And cause like, I mean, I remember last year I messaged you about, or maybe it was even just towards the beginning of this year. I messaged you about Walsh and you were like, I love Walsh. 
and and he's shown flashes where he like he had he had the cycle this year. Um, he looks like he could end up he could be a brilliant first baseman. Well, okay, you yeah, have to. So, uh, here's my um. Here, here's I guess that kind of leads into a question I have for you. What Marsh in the past, I think twelve games has hit like well over three hundred. I mean, don't get me wrong, we had stretches with him on the Angels where he was lights out. Am I? Are you, um, what, what are you going to ask me? <laughs> so, so my question is: Do the Angels need a new yes. hitting coach? Yes. Okay. Okay. I, I'm going to say um, that they're okay. That. I'm going to give you two things. Do I think Jeremy Reed needs to go? Yes. But do I think Walsh's sixth wing is him leaving for Philadelphia? Possibly. You mean Marsh? Marsh's Marsh. fixed wing? Marsh's fixed wing is because he's a he's in Philadelphia. Possibly, but here's also the, the flip side of that coin, is Mickey Moniak's doing really well for the Angels and wasn't doing diddly sure. anything. In Philly. So what I think you're really seeing is Marsh going to Philly, working with the new hitting coach and Kevin Long, who's not who hasn't seen him every day, maybe seen him on film, but can kind of be like, hey, let's try this. That'll work. Sure. Like, like new eyes. It's the same thing with Jeremy Reed in California with Mickey Moniak, where it's like he was under Kevin, you know, Kevin Long for so long that it's just it's old eyes. And it's like, hey, there's somebody, you know. Hey, here's what I see. Look, just looking at your stuff. Just do this. Sure. Like sometimes it's it's just that, but it's. But I mean, I... I mean the the story from from Marsh that the that was told when he first got yeah, to he first Philadelphia went was up to Kevin Long and basically said, "Fix my swing." Yeah, like he was like, "What am I doing wrong? I don't know how to fix this." No, because um, coach. No, but that's sometimes what you need, and that's just that 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 unfort that's just how anything is because sometimes you're not the people who are because there's only so many people you can go to in any organization to be like, what what am I missing? Because you can only have so many people look at it before it's just someone's doing something. But yeah, remember too, along with Kevin Long here's the one thing Kevin Long doesn't get enough credit for sometimes is the hitter, the lefty hitters that man's worked with are insane. Like he's worked, with, he worked with Bryce Harper. He's worked with Bryce Harper, Robinson Cano, you know, um, Kyle Schwarber. Uh, I'm just trying to think of like more lefties. Like Nick Swisher was a big pop guy, you know, um, Mark Teixeira. Like all these guys he's worked with that are giant power hitters that are either switch hitters or left handed hitters. Like that's his thing. Like if you're Brandon Marsh, like if, I got traded to Philly in that age group. The first thing I'm doing is going to Kevin Long and being like, hey, what am I doing wrong? Like, you worked with Robinson Cano, and that man was a stud. Like, what are you, What am I missing? Because sometimes it's just that. It's just a new voice. It's someone who's not in the organization. It's just somebody just being like, what am I missing? And I saw the comparison. There's not a big difference. He's a little bit wider in his base, which – sometimes helps like it these aren't big things he's switching it's not like you're looking at his swing on a comparison front and being like oh this was a, this is a whole new swing it you're looking at his swing and it's like oh he's a little bit wider and the it, it's the standard thing of like what we can do well you're a little too narrow let's widen up the feet a little bit we'll keep we'll kind of work that way and see what happens and it's working for him where it's sometimes it's just being a little bit wider not as up and down it's like 
sometimes you someone just doesn't see it because they don't necessarily know because like you don't you don't really want to tinker like that but when it's something like a base thing sometimes that does a lot sure so okay and you, do you know like i've seen a lot of um angels fans kind of you know whining about like you know some of the trades and things but like honestly there's a couple of these these prospects like like money acts like uh currently in the big leagues but like we've got we you know between him and uh you know logan o'hop logan o'hop is destroying baseball I, I i'm actually interested to see maybe in the next year or two how some of these guys translate to the to you're the majors because i you could have, have a potential for some you got some interesting guys. Yeah, you have an interesting guys with some of the draft class with like I think Ben Joyce, who's Tennessee's closer, who throws, you know, just a thousand miles an hour. He's probably gonna be fast track sooner than later. Their first overall pick, Mr. Miami. I love him. I don't think anyone I have not talked about this guy. I love this kid. He's got that Miami three oh five swag and I love it. I want more oh, yeah. of it. I fucking love it. I love it. Like, he's going to be fast-tracked. Like, all these guys that were drafted in the last couple of years are all basically in double-A. And that yeah. team is... Yeah. J- that team that team won... I think they won the title last night, I believe. They won the North the, or whatever. Uh, who are we talking about? The, the, um, trash pa- the Rocket trash City Trash Pandas. Yeah, I think they, they took the North. I don't know if there's another, like, the North plays the South or anything, but the, the North champions... I think they play the South. I don't know. I forget how the minor leagues work, but they're still they clinched going. second half title with a five two win. Yeah, they clinched just oh, okay. Was that what no, I thought they what did they win last night? Clinched the second half North Division title with a five two win over the Birmingham Barons. Is that what that they was did? today? Oh, I thought. Yeah. Or that was that was published today, so it might have been from yesterday. Oh, okay. I thought they, yeah, they were. Are. I thought they. I I thought they were in the postseason already. Oh, I'm sorry. So no, they, yeah, the playoffs start next week. Oh, okay, so they just took the division. They took their division both halves. Oh, okay, so I mean they're. So my point is, is that they're winning. Like that. Yeah. That team is. That that team is winning. I do think it's interesting, and then I think I mentioned this last week, but like, it is interesting for me that we're ranked pretty low in terms of um farm systems yeah i think we're like 24th something right now mm-hmm. um but but all our teams are winning I, <laughs> I it's one of those weird I things that, i get that it's a lot of it it's a lot of it's you have some guys that are really good in double a or really good in triple a or whatever but won't translate to the big leagues and I think that's what these pipeline rankings usually typically are trying to assess well, is you gotta remember your how, pipe- are, how are many of these guys are going to end up contributing in the big leagues in the I long think run. When it comes to that stuff, I think you're basically trying to be like, where how many diamonds in the rough do you have? And it's not because sure. here's the whole, as dumb as it sounds, you can have the best farm system and still not have a lot come from it. Like not yeah. a, you gotta remember too. Not every team's the Dodgers, where it's like it just seems like they're just pumping guys up, you know, day after day, week after week. But I mean, even for a while, the Yankees seem like. I mean, like I, I, I often you know condemn the Yankees and the Dodgers for buying their teams, and then there's a lot of truth to that. 
Um, yeah, but the difference is the Dodgers. They also they also supplement the well. Yeah, the Dodgers currently supplement a lot more of their teams now with guys who they pulled up, and they've been doing that for years. Yeah, the Dodgers. But I, what have I was saying is there was a stretch that. there, but there was a stretch there where the Yankees were doing By, that. Yeah. They were they were getting guys to come up through their farm system and then supplementing those guys with the best players in baseball from other teams. Um, whereas the Dodgers for a while got really good because they had a good farm system and then started buying guys from other teams. That's the whole thing is they still do. And then they, and yeah, now they, and they still have a farm system to keep running through. And that's, I mean, if there's one thing I am somewhat looking forward to with a new owner with the angels is I think, I think, I think there's a solid chance that whatever owner we get, Will the, here's the thing with the Dodgers. Their ownership group has hired the right people to manage the team. Yeah, you're not seeing the Dodgers owners come in and say, "No, no, no, we're gonna we're we're, we're gonna get this guy. He was really good in the World Series this year." Like, yeah, they do. Like, they do get the guys that were really good in the World Series. I mean, like that's how they got Freeman. Um, yeah, but you also got to remember too, Andrew Freeman knows his shit. Like, but we, that, well, and that's you, that's the thing. <laughs> That's the thing. Like they've gotten the guys that they do get that are the best players on other teams. They only get the ones that are like really good. Like that. They're, they're not just flashing the pans. They're not just, you know, they had a really good season or whatever. They get guys that like clearly are doing everything. And so like that's, and so, but that's what I'm saying is I, I think there's a solid chance that with whoever the angels sell to, the 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 per, and maybe I'm being a little bit too hopeful. I don't know. I mean, it's very like because, but you know, I think there's a good the, chance they hire somebody that says, uh, "Here's what you're going to do. Here's how you're going to put it together." Yeah, maybe we lose Perry. Maybe we don't. Maybe they believe Perry is the guy um, more so than Artie. I think believes Perry is the guy. I believe Perry could be the guy. Um, but like, if you know, if a new owner comes in and says, "No, I want." this person who has a reputation for finding the best talent, both in the farm for our farm system and for our major league team, um, then I will trust that owner. As long as that owner doesn't come in and Jerry Jones, everything, um, then I'll be fine with it. So everything. I mean, I, I, I think Perry understands the idea of sometimes it's quantity. It's, Quantity versus quality. When you have a quality issue, sometimes you have to go more quantity to kind of reassess everything. And yeah. I mean, you saw it like the Angels actually sold and got stuff back. Yeah. So I mean, I you're working on it. It's just gonna it's just gonna take time, and I don't know necessarily how much time that what time that is. Yeah. So. Well, you, so you saved money. With Rosacea, yeah. so. Well, so we, uh, you know, before we, so we'll have that new segment in a sec. I don't, we haven't mentioned it, but there's going to be a little segment we're going to start doing weekly. Um, but before I think we get to that, let's talk some college football, because that, that I think is a more NFL segment. Um, I mean, maybe we can mix college football games into it in the future. 
But uh, thanks, uh, is thank, there you, any... thank you, BYU, for letting USC get to number seven. Thank you very much. No, I, did you? That... Did you? Did you? It was. By the way, so I assume you watched the game, or did you just kind of look at the no, results? I caught. I I watched part of it. I didn't see. Okay, the so was there I anything that struck you from that from that win for BYU over uh, Baylor, or just There's, a general? Their stadium's guy is electric. <laughs> I'll say that much. That is true. I think I think BYU's got one of the more underrated fan uh, student sections, and like if you watch, like there, I I, I should. Uh, I'll, I'll have to after we're done. I'll have to look up some videos on uh, Twitter, but their stadium, like the Rock, like. I've I've known this because I've sat in the rock before. That's what the BYU student section is called. The roar rock stands for roar of cougars. Uh-huh. Um, but um, there's some here. Here's one. Here's what it is. Um, let me see if I can. I'm going to share this to you and just so you can see. Um, just so you can see, like just how intense. Like even like looking at it from like the perspective of. Like somebody recording it on their phone in the stands. No, I I get it. Like the student section was loud. Was wild, loud, together. Uh, like it's it's intense. No, but it, um, like I I don't. I mean, in, I just say a video on Discord. So yeah, you no, can I thought. See the tweet. I mean, like that's here, a, it's intense. I mean, you don't do get I, that everywhere. Like, do I think BYU's like you know, or would they beat Baylor? You know, 10, nine, 10 out of 10 times. No, they're going to beat him nine or eight out of 10 times. And I was one of them. So, um, speaking it of helps, speaking it of helps BYU, me out a lot. Yeah, well, and speaking of, speaking of BYU here, um, tomorrow they travel to Eugene to take on the Oregon Ducks. That's going to be a fun one. I don't necess- I I'm scared. I Eugene's a very, very tough place to play. It's very, very loud. Uh, I guess I don't know who to root for. I guess go Cougs again. <laughs> I guess I was so I was listening on the radio. There's a guy who works for a newspaper um, called the Oregonian. I don't remember his name, um, but the the local Utah radio here was was interviewing him just to talk about like the matchup and everything. This is the first ranked opponent to travel to Oregon since 2018. Is it really? That's wild. Oregon has always had to be on the road since 2018. That's wild. Um, when, when, when facing a ranked opponent. So um, that, I, that like threw me for a loop. I was almost like, is that correct? Is that, so wait, is that, that the US, truth? Like, so that had to have been like USC, USC or UCLA. Right? Um, let's see. So let's see. Oregon 2018 schedule. Uh, but yeah, like, like this is such a wild, like little like trivia. Tri- it's not trivia, but like you know, like it is interesting. So it'll be interesting to see how they handle um, last ranked opponent to travel to Oregon was Washington. Or Washington, okay. In that's wild. They won in overtime, thirty to twenty-seven. That's wild. That's absolutely nutty. Yeah, it's. And so this will be, I mean, it'll be like, it's like, like you said, like the, it's a really difficult place to play. Um, I do think BYU has the setup to win. Um, it just depends on how the game kind of swings. Well, here, here's the prediction I told 
Abby that I think is going to happen. I may be way off base on this. It could go completely opposite tomorrow. Um, and, and this sounds super bold as I get out into it, but my thought is, is BYU is going to hop out to a 14 to nothing lead. Mm-hmm. Oregon will get a field goal at the halfway through the first quarter and it'll be 14 to three. So initially BYU will go up 14, nothing and people will be like, Whoa, is Oregon just as bad Is BYU just as good sort of thing. And then Oregon, like I said, they'll get a field goal somewhere in there. And then at the end of the first half, they'll score a touchdown and they'll go up 14 to 10. Or not for, sorry, they'll, they'll, they'll get back into 14 to 10. They'll get the ball back at the beginning of the first half or at the beginning of the second half. And they'll score another touchdown and it'll be 17, 14. And suddenly people will be like, Oh, maybe BYU just, you know, maybe they lost everything. And you know you'll you'll whatever, and then BYU will score two touchdowns and hold on to the lead to the end of the game. Mm-hmm. That's I, just it, it may be way off base, but like I'm thinking. I mean, anything can happen. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking it ends up being. Uh, I think it'll be close. Closer. I think close. It, it'll be. It'll be about a I'm, four point. Game. I agree. I think it's I mean, like in that one. It'll think. be. So you're just um, now, ESPN guys. Most ESPN guys typically seem to think it's Oregon's. Oregon's just yeah. loud. Oregon, like I said, Oregon's really, really loud. So I think it's sort of it's going to be like in BYU play in the noise. I don't. I, I I think BYU. I think you'll notice BYU plays better in the noise than Baylor played in the noise. Um, yeah. I mean, and here is the thing. Like, I don't know. Did you if you watched or if you've seen highlights from the BYU Arizona State game last year? Uh. Uh-uh. But like BYU student section forces um, false starts, like yeah. left and right, like because guys, the communication just breaks down because BYU is so loud. Um, but well, I, I have noticed in in years past, like when they played Nebraska back in 2015, and um, there there's been other road games where they've gone on and they've been able to win in loud stadiums where they weren't phased as much. Um, I trust BYU's coaching more than I would say Baylor's, but, um, but we'll see. We'll see how it all goes. That, that will be, it will be an interesting game to watch. Um, another game I'm kind of going to keep my eye on. I mean, partially cause you know, it's important for me as a BYU fan is Cal at Notre Dame. Mostly cause Notre Dame losing to Marshall last week. What yeah, was it, that? It's the whole thing of Notre Dame can't go on three, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, well, and like that completely ruins like if for BYU if they want to like if it BYU really... you know like to to like, let's say this BYU could probably lose to Oregon, Notre Dame, or Arkansas <laughs> and still make a New Year's Six bowl. Um, those are the three. Uh, here's the thing. If Notre Dame loses to Cal tomorrow, they can't lose to Notre Dame. Um, yeah. And BYU, what they really need is Notre Dame to just come out, win, Dame, pretty much you, win out their schedule so USC, BYU can beat them and maybe make a uh, possible USC, college football playoff. But, is, I mean, the whole thing is, too, is USC's in the same spot. And I was talking to, I have a, I have a Twitch friend who's a big OU fan, like big Oklahoma fan. And I was, 
telling him on Sunday on Twitter, I'm like, for both of for both USC and Oklahoma, we need football to happen. We need someone up yeah. in that top five to lose. And it's just like you're not gonna I don't think we're gonna get that until we get into like the SEC and everyone else starts playing each other. Like you're well, not, yeah, I mean like there's not gonna you, be a lot of football that's you look just at some happen. of these you look at some of these top five matchups, like with the, who who these top five teams are playing, like Ohio State's taking on Toledo. Yeah, we're still um, early in the year. Like once, huge huge win for Ohio State, obviously. Yeah, uh, like Ohio Michigan, they're gonna they're not they'll still play it safe really until you get into like the Northwesterns. The UConn the, you know. UConn is at Michigan tomorrow. Uh, Georgia's at South Carolina. That I will say this: Georgia at South Carolina. Could be one of those weird games where, like, you wouldn't it's expect football, South yeah, Carolina like football to can't up. happen. Football can't happen, but it's just um, like South Carolina just feels like one of those teams where, like, you could see like a weird, like, oh, oh, this game's close. Um, Alabama's taking hey. on UL Monroe. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, yeah, none of these top five teams are gonna lose because Clemson's taking on Louisiana. No yeah, it's like they're playing nobody so, again. And it's USC's like, taking on Fresno State. I, here's what I will say about USC for against Fresno State. That's at least a good like. It's at least it. You can. It, it's at least watchable. I don't like the time slot at being seven thirty. Like that just pisses yeah. me off because it's and it's one of those things where I'm like this is it, I literally saw that start time like I'm like that's why they move into the Big Ten that right there that seven thirty bullshit they ain't doing that in a couple of years it's all gonna be like nine o'clock twelve thirty games so they can get sure. played on the East Coast and I'm like that's that's five that's big brain none of this nonsense yeah. anymore where it's the ten thirty chaser game on the East Coast that no one's watching. Here's the thing I wonder about USC. They've they've hopped into this top ten ranking, and they haven't really had a major win yet. Um, and it's a new coach. It's a new like good. obviously coach of the quarterback. But yeah, and that's the thing. They've looked good. They but look who are good. they? It's the same thing with Oregon. Who is Oregon? Oregon. Like, I, I will say this though. Oregon. I think they took or they hit Oregon really really hard. After they lost to, they got out, stomped by Georgia. By, by Georgia, and I'm like, they did not need. I, I, I well, thought, I don't know though. I don't know. I, 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 I feel like if you're a top 25 team, you shouldn't get hit that. You should not. You, yeah, you shouldn't. Even to but, the number one team, you shouldn't lose that poorly. No, they played um, bad. But is that a, but, is, it, is that a one time thing, or is that like an indicative? Uh, and that's the thing. Like, if, here's here's the thing. I think you'll find out a lot about more about Oregon, win or lose. You'll find out a lot more about them by what the score is. So, like, if they lose, and it's within like ten points, mm-hmm. you can at least say, okay, maybe they're around like twenty five is maybe around where they should be once they start playing through more more of their schedule. Um, but if they lose big it's either you you do you as an oregon fan you have to hope that then byu goes on and just goes undefeated and it's like oh they lost we because lost to a top team they lost because byu is somehow amazing this year and like here's the thing i am bracing myself as a byu fan because there have been times in years past where byu builds up my expectations because 
Like my expectation, it's the same thing every year. I go into the season with like, oh, okay, it's BYU. Look, I, I understand. We'll hopefully at least be a top twenty-five team. You know, maybe two or three losses. Hopefully everything's good, sort of thing. And then they win some big games, and I'm like, oh, maybe this is a special year. And then a week later, they lose to like a team they shouldn't lose to. So this should be this should be at least an interesting enough matchup. It happens. If BYU wins by more than ten. I will say this here. I think I think if BYU wins by more than ten, it's because BYU's good, not because Oregon's bad. Here now, here's here was here's something I will say. If the margin of victory, which it's not going to happen, um, and if the margin of victory is more than uh, seventeen, Oregon's not that good. Now, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to come down on BYU by any stretch of the imagination, and and you know maybe I maybe I should give more credit to BYU in that in that scenario. I just don't think BYU is so good that they could beat another good team by more than seventeen points. We'll see, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, right. and there's there's not a lot of not a lot of super intriguing matchups other than that one to be honest there are there are a couple that are that make me think like is this team really that good sort of thing um maybe scratching your head but like and so like um you know so like you know they there's ones that are that are interesting to watch just to see if teams that have started to climb in the rankings are as good as they as good as they're making us think they are um but I think for the most part, like I said, it's mostly come down to I, I do. I will want to see what I want to see from USC is I want to see USC dominate presidency. That would tell me they're actually I just want to see, a USC, want to see USC play somebody. I want to see play. them dominate Fresno State. If they don't dominate Fresno State, I still have my doubts. I just wanted to um, play like they they dominated. They need Stanford. to win. They, they need to win. The they need out to of win. Stanford. Yeah, but Stanford Stanford's not that good. So, Stanford's not that good, but I mean Stanford. Like, but that's what I'm saying it, though. It's, it's a like, better measuring can, stick. But if they can beat the snot out of Fresno State too, then I can at least say hmm, maybe they are. But here's the because th- I mean here's the thing like Fresno State's they've got a good team, you know, as far as Mountain West teams I mean, they're go. Good. Um, they're not like I'm not saying it gets the best measuring stick you'll get all year, but no, it's not. Um, but I mean, but it'll be it'll at least tell me like if they beat if they wipe Fresno State out of you know wipe wipe the floor of them, then yeah, I can start giving USC some credit. Uh, and I, and I already am giving USC credit. I think that they are a good team. Um, it just we'll see how good. Um, I guess the only other matchup I see on the schedule that is inter- that'll be interesting to watch is Miami and Texas Miami A&M. A&M. Yeah, I was gonna say my, that's gonna be that's 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 the one that I'm like. That's gonna be a fun game to watch. I might I might just pop that on tomorrow night. Isn't that like a just, twelve thirty? Just start? watch it. It's uh no, it's a uh, seven. It's six o'clock your time, seven o'clock oh. my time. Oh. So I, mean, I think it'll be. I, I might pop that in just to see it, and just to see what they look like. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously I'm going to keep an eye on some of BYU's future schedules, um, just to see how they do. I might not necessarily watch the games, but I'll definitely keep an eye on like teams like Arkansas. 
Yeah. That's a that that currently right now, if BYU takes out Oregon, and if Notre Dame continues to show that they're kind of a weak team, um, then that would be BYU's remaining like big test. Yeah, you're kind of in. You you're you're more intrigued by how things go than I am with in terms of that because with it. So. Obviously, well, and I mean, obviously, like with Arkansas, like. Um, I can't remember who they're playing tomorrow. I, I need to find what they're, um, let's see. Arkansas is playing Missouri state tomorrow. So that won't really tell me much, but at the very least it could be just interesting to see what they look like. Um, I guess, <laughs> but, but, uh, no. So, all right. So let's, uh, let's, uh, I mean, if you don't mind me driving, let's uh, probably yeah. hop on over to the NFL so we can do this. Uh, and put a bow on this so, thing. So we, can do this, so we can put a bow on this thing and do this uh, This new game that we have going, this new uh, segment that we're going to have going. So, um, but yeah, any, I mean, like, obviously, we'll, we'll get into the games that we're going to choose from. But, like, is there anything you've gleaned thus far from the NFL season other than just that you're excited football's back? I hate ties. Do you know I I, I had a trade offered to me. Did you yeah, a, I don't. I I think the NFL needs to break please, the. Break. Please tell me it was the same, a similar trade to what I got. I got one from Tim. Oh. Um. Okay. Let's see. Hold on. Uh, let me pull up his team. He offered me. Um. He offered me. T. Higgins okay. and DeAndre Hopkins okay. for Saquon Barkley. You see, that hurts me, so I suggest you don't do that. You can do it after I play, Tim. No, I mean... I mean, I'm not going to do that. Like, that doesn't sound like a fair train at all. Especially because, like, at least not first game. Looks Someone like Saquon can at least be a workhorse. So Someone offered me Tyreek Hill. Oh yeah. For uh Andrews. And I'm like, ha, ha, nope. <laughs> no, yeah. I well, you know, and it's interesting, I picked up um I picked up him for agency. I dropped I can't remember who I had at tight end, but I dropped him and I picked up uh Gerald Everett for the Chargers. Mm-hmm. I'm actually thinking he might be like a pretty good uh pretty good uh tight end to have grabbed for so um because i mean he this week he scored his his he he got uh 11 fantasy points so um he had 10 targets six receptions 71 yards two first downs so i'm actually pleasantly surprised with how that uh turns out i i think he could end up being like a solid tight end i tight end position is my least favorite to pick from though because like you either have like the top guys or you have to find a diamond in the rough yeah so um but yeah no i uh still waiting on uh, zach wilson to come back to the jets um i am interested i didn't look up to see how um how my byu guy did uh why am I? Why am I suddenly forgetting his name? Uh, Tyler Algier. 
Um, he's he got drafted by the uh, by the uh, Atlanta Falcons, and I am now very interested to see how Tyler Algier is doing. Um, maybe not good because he's currently on Wired Advice uh, for the news section. He's on. He's he, the wire advice thing is players to drop. There you go. Um. So maybe he's not doing that good. I don't know. Um. Let's see. So he doesn't have any current data for the 2022 season. <clears throat> so maybe he's just not doing good. So, anyways. Um. Yeah, or he didn't play. So, um, anyways, yeah, no, it's uh, it should be an interesting season um, as far as things go. Uh, there's not been a lot to, to glean. I mean, I think the Chargers might end up being a lot better than people were expecting. Um, but obviously they lost to the Chiefs on that last drive. That was, uh, they would have been hard to watch if I was still a Chargers fan. Yeah. Um, but it was interesting. I think we've learned that Justin Herbert is really good. I mean, it was something we already knew, but he's really good. Um, so yeah. But let's 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 hop into this this new segment that we've got going on. We're gonna do it's it's a segment that I think if you if you listen to a lot of sports podcasts or sports radio, um, there 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 are a lot of them do this. But I thought it would be something fun for us to do. Um, it gives us a little bit of a competition to go on, and uh, and uh, and it gives us something to talk about in terms of the NFL. And then, um, so what we're going to do is we're going to pick three games a week, and we're going to pick the teams and the wins, basically. Um, and whoever... Like basically, you get a point if you're the one who chose the most. Um, so whoever wins the most weeks by the end of the, I think, I think what we determined is when the Super Bowl is finished, we will tally up who won mm. each week and go from there. So let's uh, let's start this off with we've got Seattle at San Francisco. Am I starting this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's start with you. We'll start with your picks. Your pick first on this one, and then I'll go, and then I'll do the first pick on the next one, and we'll kind of snake it, sort of thing. Uh, what was so who 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 do you pick? Seattle at San Francisco. Uh, despite what Geno Smith showed on Monday night, I think the Niners still take it. All right. All right. Yeah. I I have to agree. I think San Francisco's. They're got a more they they've got a fuller team um and and i just seattle may have beaten denver but i think that was more of a high emotions type win yeah it was emotions and a and san francisco played in the the worst field i've ever seen and yeah um so i think san francisco will take this one as well um yeah i mean we'll see uh it could be it could be it could be interesting we could be making the wrong pick it could be that we turn around at the end of the season we're like wow seattle was really good this year yeah maybe right. pete carroll really knows his stuff i don't know um but i for now i'm just gonna trust in what appears to be the better yeah. 
anything's possible. I better pick, but but like that was I will say that was an interesting. Um, I mean, oh well, I mean, let's let's talk just for a brief second. Um, that the, the I think the big conversation that took place after that uh, Seattle at Denver game. Call it goddamn timeout. Or, sorry, Denver at Seattle was was well, yeah, calling a timeout and then clock. kicking a field goal. Yeah, it was clock management. Just go for it. You have. Why did you pay him that money if you're not going to let him do his thing? Yeah, I I don't understand that. Um, I, I will say this. I'm not. Maybe I, I don't know. When I saw that Denver was signing Russell Wilson, look, Russell Wilson is obviously a Hall of Fame quarterback, and I'd be happy to be wrong about this. I, I think he's kind of old news now. Um, maybe I'm wrong, but I just don't know that he can push a team to the Super Bowl at this stage in his career. So when I saw Denver sign him, I was not as like, there's a lot of people that were like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Oh, he's going to be, you know, whatever. I'm kind of in the field of, I need to see more of him in Denver. It was, I, I will also say it was honestly, it looked wrong to see him in, uh, in a orange yeah, it's weird. instead of in his Seattle uniform. Yeah. Um, but I can, I, that's, that's, I think, something to watch this season. Is Russell Wilson still that prolific quarterback that he's been his whole career? Or or is he maybe at a kind of a later stage in his career where maybe he has to kind of change things up, like kind of like how Peyton Manning did when he got to Denver? We'll see. Right, uh, but game. I guess we'll see about that. But uh, the next game is Tampa Bay at New Orleans. Am I starting again? And I, I guess I'm starting on this one. I'm going to go with Tampa Bay mostly because I don't trust New Orleans that much to pull out a victory against Tom Brady. Tom Brady's my starting quarterback, and he sucked last week, so I'm convinced that Tom Brady will come back and murder everybody this week. <laughs> All right, and then the last game is Tennessee at Buffalo, and you go first. Buffalo. <laughs> I hate Tennessee. I, mean, I hate Tennessee. I, I hate Tennessee, and they're in my division. I ain't rooting for them. So, um, and I mean, I, I personally, I just wouldn't pick against the pretty much the best team in the NFL right now. Yeah. Um. Uh, so the over under on this is minus ten Buffalo. Do you take the over or the under? The so. <laughs> Buffalo by 10, no, like Buffalo by more than 10, or no, under no, no, 10? No, 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 so, okay. <laughs> the over. Because we're on this, this is our tiebreaker. I, You're okay. going to take the over? I'm not t- no, uh, hold on, hold on, let me explain this. The over under is points, Bryce, not... <laughs> Is it, well, no, that's what I said. Ten no, points, no, no, right? no, 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 okay. Uh, when you're saying just over, under, over, under is the total score. So, so the over, under, so the over. Oh, sorry. Under, I meant the line. That's the what line. I meant. There sorry. you go. I'm like, dude, I, over, don't, I don't gamble like, all that much. So, uh, dude, like, over, under is the points, you dork. My um, bad. So, minus 10 for 10. not the it's over, under. So yeah. No, no, it's minus 10. I'm going to give the points. I'll do Tennessee. I'll give Tennessee 10. And okay. spreads like my and I my philosophy is if I with a spread that back I will gladly be like Tennessee I'll take the ten if I lose by more than ten fine. 
because there, okay, so you're saying, there's more. I think you're saying ten. You're saying ten or less. Yeah, I'm saying Tennessee. Okay. I think Tennessee's going to lose, but I don't think they're going to lose by a field goal and a touchdown. That's and that's also kind of what I meant by the over under. Are you taking the over or under versus like are they going to win by more than ten or less than ten? If I yeah, so. give me Tennessee. Give me ten because I think it's more likely that they'll be within seven or not. Okay, and I, and I'll take the the over on that. The, I think so I think taking, Buffalo wins. So I think Buffalo, Buffalo wins by 10. two touchdowns. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, so that'll be our our tiebreaker. It's good that we because uh, we we both went San Francisco, Tampa Bay, Buffalo. So we need kind of a a tiebreaker on this. I think actually ultimately because we made the same picks. Um, we'll it comes down. The, it'll, it'll come down to the tiebreaker. So. Unless you want to do one where we pick a game ourselves, we pick one random so we don't have. Uh, no, I mean, I actually kind of just like the tiebreaker situation because I don't think we're going to pick the same teams every week. If we yeah. do start finding that that's the case, um, we'll, also, we'll mix it up. We'll figure it's also it out. Only week two. It's also only week two. So, but, yeah. All right. So, anyways, I've written this in. We will, uh, I will tab you. I'll pay attention to these games this weekend and, uh, We'll see who wins. All right. Anything else you want to add? I'm long, man. Nope. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean for this to go as long as it did. You so sure. at least it's been entertaining, right? Yes. So. All right. We'll be back, I guess, next Friday. This will or next Monday, rather next Monday around five or so. And uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. Have a good week and enjoy Red Zone Sunday. Seven hours of nonstop football action. Yay. Bye. Bye.